Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Tony Robbins Day 4, Episode 2 Life is Relationship In this life, we have many different kinds of relationships. We have that of a son-daughter, mother-father, brother-sister, friend, co-worker, employer or employee, acquaintances, and also that maybe of a spouse. So, who is responsible to make these relationships great? Well, I am. I am the one responsible to make my relationships great. And you are the one responsible to make your relationships great. Have you ever thought about why people that you want to have relationships with don't call you? Well, how often do you call them? Everybody has a busy life, but the people that you really want to have a relationship with and the people that you want to stay close to, well, it's not just them that needs to call. You also need to call them. So if you want to have a good relationship with someone, think of it as a place where you go to give, not receive. For example, in the beginning of the relationship, you only think about what you can give. You can give hugs, kisses, presents, surprises, smiles, laughs, anything that you know that they will like. And sometimes down the road, this might change. Maybe sometimes the relationship turns more into a transaction. You give something, you get something. Or you want something, then you have to do something. But the transaction leaves no love. It leaves no passion. So can you say to yourself... I own the state of this relationship. I claim 100% personal responsibility for my relationship to my spouse or any other relationships that you have in your life. And what is the mental and emotional state you bring to your relationship? Is it loving, kind, warm? Or is it nagging, jealous, judgmental? Do you see the best in your partner and encourage their dreams? Do you compliment them on their achievements? Looking at your relationship, what emotional state was your relationship in? Emotionally, our relationship was really, really bad, I'd say. We didn't share a lot of emotions. We didn't share a lot of confidence. We didn't share a lot of of small stuff. Um, Basically, we led two parallel lives. I see that now, but I tried to be there for him and listen to him and and get to know him and his work. We basically just talked about him, his work, the kids, his hobbies, what he wanted to work out, go ride his bicycle, out running, what he did in church, his callings, what he did with the kids, um, sports, teams. So it was a lot about him and very, very little about me. And I know I've cried a lot about that and talked about it in the courses that I took that has with mediumship and stuff. And I remember one of my teachers telling me like, 
why don't you get a divorce? And I looked at her like, divorce? I can't get a divorce. We're still in the temple. But I have to be honest and truthful. And I wasn't the best wife. Even though I, I thought of myself as a victim for a very short time before I took charge over my life. But I'd like to talk about another relationship I had. Have you ever had a relationship with something that I call a black hole? Black holes are everywhere around us. After my daughter, my first child was born, I had mother leave from the work I was at. I worked as a receptionist. And that summer I had promised to come in and work for the people that was on vacation to earn some extra money. And the person that I was supposed to work with, we worked 12 hour shifts. So I sat in a reception for 12 hours with my coworker. And she's what I refer to as a black hole. She would for 12 hours do nothing but complain, 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 complain. Everything was wrong from her body, her teeth, her child, the people that she had in her life. She would do nothing but complain for 12 hours every day for two months. I would come home and I would cry. I was drained. I was absolutely exhausted every day and I would come home and I would just break down in tears and cry for half an hour to an hour and my ex-husband would say, why do you keep working there? And I said, I promised I would work and fill in for the summer vacation. And the interesting part, I would just sit there and I could feel her sucking the life force out of me. She would just drain me of all the energy I had. And she was like a black hole that just took everything out of me. And I was so tired when I got home and then I had the baby and I, and I had to try to recharge her the next day. And I was just like, I, it's only two months. It's only two months. And when the two months was up, I got to talk to one of our team leaders and he was like smiling so big. And he looked at me and said, you know what? She's never been as happy as when she's worked with you. And I looked at him like, yeah. And I thought to myself, because she's taking all my energy. But that's the truth. They are out there, black holes. Identify them. Learn how to deal with them. They don't like it when you ask questions of emotions, how they feel about some things or whatever it is. Ask them how it makes them feel because they're really awkward with having to answer questions regarding feelings. It's just a little tip. But other than that, you have to be mindful of your energy, what you want to do, the relationships you want to have. And if the black holes aren't in your immediate family, then maybe you should let them go. But in your relationship, did you have the loving, kind, warm versus nagging, jealous, judgmental kind of relationship? Because I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, I think you have an interesting reply to that one. I'd say neither. <laughs> well, I try to be loving and I always try to be kind and warm. So that's who I am. My ex-husband, he's not warm and fuzzy. He's not kind. Well, he is kind, but he's not warm. He doesn't invite people in. He invites like close friends in, but he doesn't invite people that he doesn't know and feel comfortable with in. So he doesn't let just anyone in, which basically meant most of my family. But it wasn't either nagging. It was more sighing like, oh, I come home, I'm tired and it's a mess at home. <sighs> so, and it wasn't about being jealous. I wasn't the jealous type. He wasn't the jealous type might have a small small part of judgmental in it but no 
I don't even think it was that. So I, I don't know what happened. Just lack of communication, lack of intimacy, a lack of balance, I'd say. I wasn't the person that I am with him and he never wanted to get to know the real me. And I didn't make an effort to show him. So it's a really hard question. So the quality of life equals the quality of your relationships. There are some relationship stressors, such as one, loss of attraction. That's probably the biggest one. And the second one is irritation, frustration, emotional stacking and stonewalling. And we were talking about irritation and frustration. Most people know and they felt this uh, once or twice in their life, if not more. Emotional stacking is keeping all the emotions inside and you just build it up, build it up, build it up until one day it just erupts and everything comes out. That might be the times when you say things that you really shouldn't have said. And uh, the fourth one was stonewalling and I looked that up too. And that's when, when you're having an argument or you're having a discussion, a disagreement, and the other person just shuts off. And uh, I'm kind of like that, where when we're talking about things that are difficult for me to process, I need to uh, obsessively clean something around me. I get OCD sometimes when my spouse is mad and I just have to clean, clean, clean. And he's like, why do you do that? And I was like, I have to. And he's like, no, you don't. But it's my stonewalling. I feel that I, I need to. And stonewalling is also like, if you have an argument and you're just quiet, you become quiet, you don't answer any questions, you just turn off, you don't communicate, you might even walk away. So those are definitely big relationship stressors. But now when you know them, you can take some time to think, what are the problems in our relationship? What do I have? What am I responsible for? What is he responsible for? Uh, always encourage communicating and if you have big problems you should probably get a therapist have somebody from the outside help you both if it's worth saving you know it's worth the effort it's worth the cost it's worth the money um, but it's if both of you wants to actually work and save a relationship that's on the rolls and uh, just treat them like you want to be treated. If you want to be treated like a princess, you know, you got to treat them like a prince. Yeah, it's the golden rule. Treat the other person like you want to be treated. I am a daughter of a mother that stacks everything inside and a father that doesn't stack, that talks. And so I'm a little bit of both, but I think I'm most stacking inside of me, keeping quiet, just adding on. And then I cry every once in a while and it's like a Niagara Falls. And it's interesting to read this and learn more about it and to see what kind of type I am. And do I want to be this type? Is this how I wanted to handle problems? But I thought about what you said about not feeling attraction. And the hard part was that I actually really, really loved my husband until the, well, right up to he left. I mean, he could still take my breath away and I could still feel weak to my knees when I was around him. Maybe that was the hard part, because I really had strong, strong feelings for him, with love, with passion, with everything in it, except intimacy then, because <laughs> we didn't have that part. That's clear now. But 
looking back and looking forward. I'm right here right now. The future hasn't happened yet and no matter how I visualize it, it might not turn out to be the way it is. The past is something that I've left behind me and hopefully I've learned and gained some knowledge that I can take with me. One thing that I have learned a lot about is who I want to be. How do I want to handle hard things that happen in life? When we got divorced, I was in a group that talked about divorce with a lot of divorced people. There was so much bitterness, so much sadness, so much hurt, so much anger. And being in that group, I felt that it wasn't proactive for me. It didn't make me feel better, so I hardly ever go in and read the comments. But I tried to go in and leave comments. I tried to go in and say, well, you know what? Life gets better. Well, you know what? It's a time to get to know yourself. Well, you know what? Think of what you want to do with your life. What are your passions? So I tried to do that and just try to raise the energy in the group. And, and if I can help someone get over what's holding them back, holding them down, making them feel sad and hurt, if I can be part of a healing process, then that's what I want to do. And so this is the end of the day. Tony Robbins Day for episode two. I hope you enjoyed some of our conversations and maybe had some eye-openers or thought of something that you want to share. Until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for a new episode. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.